Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Wenberg dances, powers in, Yamamoto! Stop! Wenberg! They score! Alex Wenberg! Hey, hey, what do you say? 2 nothing, Seattle! Got some good zone time. Thought we were pretty good at putting pucks there. And, yeah, I thought that in the third we probably didn't get, get there as much as we would have liked to. But, you know, definitely the first two periods. There's pucks in and around there that uh, we gave ourselves opportunities. Going to start with Hockey Talk here on a Friday. Andrew Filipponi, Chris Muller, and in for Donnie. Stolen away from the fan morning show, it is Harry Callis. Harry, grade that play-by-play call you heard at the beginning of the show. From the A-minus. Seattle Kraken TV broadcast. A-minus, I liked it. I had the right amount of energy, and you know, good go. Do you like the hey, hey, what do you say catchphrase? Yeah, phrase? nice little flavor. Did Come you have a baseball play-by-play catchphrase? Hmm. Yeah. Are you going to be doing boxing play-by-play again this uh, month? No, I actually have to work something uh, during the Donnybrook this year, so no. I would think that goes on the back burner for the Donnybrook, Chris. Whatever it is, unless it's another bigger play-by-play opportunity. Well, Bethel Park gave me a full-time job here back in uh, October, so... The kind of city thing. gave you, of the town gave you a full-time job? It did. Well, because I was the production assistant, so I was getting paid part-time there, but then they hired me to do social media and other stuff. So they so, the, just... so Bethel Park's TV channel has you as a full-time employee? No. the They kind of combined two part-time jobs into one full-time. So I still work with the TV station, but now I handle website and social media stuff. So you well. work for, for the, the township. township of Bethel Park? Is yeah, your... municipality. So you the municipality. Update... Thank you. The municipality is your employer. So you update yeah. like, hey... We're still going to do garbage pickup the day after a holiday. Like, you have to put that stuff. Or do hey, you run the Bethel Park Twitter feed? Does Bethel hey, Park here have are its own all, Twitter feed? Here are all the fish fries in Bethel Park that are open. Right, yeah. So I post Friday. stuff like that, yeah. So what about, like, are you running the Bethel Park Police Department? No. Twitter? So all the departments do their own stuff. I just kind of, like, guide them and manage the main one. Did you grow up in you Bethel Park? You guide them. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, you're setting social media. But you're strategy. not even a Bethel no, Park you're a guy. Keystone you live Oaks over guy. here. Yeah. 
How the hell did you get in? You're a Dormont. You didn't grow up in Pittsburgh, but you're talking about Pittsburgh sports. That's a good point. Gloves right off today. Talk about a Donnybrook. That is a good point. But if I were a Bethel Park resident, I would feel like, what the hell? Well, so are you saying that our listeners should feel like, what the hell, when they hear you? No, but I would think, Donnie, I I moved to Pittsburgh to do this job. I'm here. Okay, Donnie but he's hasn't living moved right to next, Bethel Park. He's living right next door to it. Teachers, well, teachers frequently do I, not live in the school dic- and guess districts what? in which I they teach. Look down on them for it. It's a strategy so it that should, they don't have students showing up at their door like psychos and parents. It's oh, a smart and you, strategy. And you think that's a problem in Bethel Park that the way that he posts stuff to their website is going to lead to all kinds of uh, it could chaos. I've heard some of the takes Harry's had on this station. I've seen some of the tweets. I think he could absolutely be talking about a, a burned out traffic light and have a riot start. He needs to be safely well, uh, tucked away in his uh, enclave. If he updates the website at, in Bethel Park the way he sends out station emails, that light would be out for four days <laughs> no, before if, a notice went out. If he sends, if he updates their websites the way he sends out Kalis show rundowns. just sent out Monday's show notes from the morning show. I June just got 22nd, those. 2024, snowplow service has been disrupted in the municipality. Callis just sent out a Happy New Year email to everybody <laughs> today. Part of the reason I send those out late is because I, I go there right after I'm oh, here. So. so he's just on the grind set mindset. So if Joe Stark you ever needs to know anything, he can talk right to me before the show. So let I... me get this straight. So when you oh, are late with stuff in Bethel Park, you say to them, well, I had to go produce the afternoon guys. So that's why I didn't. Yeah, no, I, I literally left a shoot early to be here. So. All right. So really, I think he's just throwing it back in your face repeatedly here. I'm working extra hard. And I want to start the show by giving him credit Hoagie, for his play-by-play play chops. Already, Hoagie has already tweeted in to tell you that teaching jobs are so hard to get that you take what you can, not just your home district. You're just getting assailed left and right. But I think preference goes to people in the home district. No, I think people choose, though, to live a little bit like in private schools. I know my, my mom lived very close to the school she taught at, but I know a lot of the teachers the try to move away a private school is a whole totally different animal here. The private school is a whole different ball of wax. Yeah? The private school thing. Your parochial schools, your academies. Yeah. Like, if you're the mayor of a town, you should have to live in that town. If I'm the mayor of Bethel Park, my ass better be in Bethel Park. There was just a dude dude running for Senate in Pennsylvania who lived in Connecticut. But I, now. uh, Did he win? No. Right. But a lot of people voted for him. Not enough. To that point as well, I'm not the mayor or a council person. I'm just. Do you have political aspirations in your future? I don't. Man, I could see you being a hell of an alderman. I think that people would dig into the skeletons in his closet, and he doesn't want people to hear them. What skeletons are there? I don't think Harry's got anything buried deep. He is who he is. Yeah, we'll go with that. Well, Um, now that answer made me nervous as hell, but okay. (laughs) All right. So I said I wanted to start with hockey. You hit on something a couple days ago, and you said it, and I heard it, but I didn't really get more into it. And... I think it should be a much, 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 much bigger deal than it is for this team. They have a guy who's playing on a line with Sidney Crosby who's basically quit on them. How is that not a bigger story? Usually when someone packs it in or quits, like if Deontay Johnson or George Pickens go through the motions... And it's very obvious to us, and we have football Twitter. We'll find the play. They'll tweet out the highlight. The entire world will see it. They'll react to it. They'll bury the guy for it. The player will have to answer for it. The player will get embarrassed. In some cases, he'll get so pissed off, he'll 
you know, unfollow the Steelers and other players on the team on social media. And in the, and football, it just turns into this Mount Suvius eruption. Mount Vesuvius. Uh, Vesuvius. Thank you. No, Mount Suvius doesn't exist. Mount Helen. Is that another Saint one? St. Helens. St. Helens. St. Helens. Would you like to talk about Mount Verist next? St. Elmo? Akatoa? Anything it, else you got These in the things just blow up and there's molten lava everywhere. And I get it because fans hate when people who are playing a kid's game look like they're dogging. Get paid it. millions of dollars and are going through the motions. Mm-hmm. It's probably the it's probably the cardinal sin that like happens with any regularity. I'm the, not talking about like out of the out of this world stories. Like pengu- lack of effort is the biggest one. The Penguins have that with Riley Smith right now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Penguins fans I'm seeing are picking up on that. But there really doesn't seem to be any there's no there's no consequences. There's no accountability for it. I don't hear Smith after games getting asked about it. I don't hear Mike Sullivan getting asked about it the way Tomlin would. And I don't even I'm, I'm not even saying this as a way to like pick a fight with Penguins media because I do like those guys. I think Rob does a well, great like, job. I think Josh does a great job. Josh I think all those been, guys. But that's the weird part. Josh has been part of the reason I'm saying it is Sometimes you watch a hockey game and you don't know if a guy... You can tell in certain instances, is a guy dogging it or not? Other times, somebody could come up with a plausible excuse. I've seen, I think it's Josh mainly, but like other people too, allude to this routinely. Riley Smith doesn't really want to be here, or they'll, they'll use euphemistic terms. He hasn't really meshed with his teammates. Occasionally, they've just come out and said, yeah, Riley Smith didn't really want to get dealt from Vegas, hasn't ever been a fit here. So they are actually referencing it, but like, yeah, it's the it's the open secret, the elephant in the room. They'll write about it, they'll point it out, but nobody is saying like, "Hey, you got traded." Guys get traded away from teams they don't want to leave, and all he's the pouting time. about it, yes. or he's like, he's harboring ill feelings because they clearly his- think it's affecting him, and he's not the player that he otherwise would be for them. One of the biggest things I've heard about this is Malkin has been getting a lot of crap from a lot of people. He's ov- he's always a lightning rod. And I've seen people who I trust more to, like, really get into the nitty-gritty of hockey say, look at the guy's wingers for most of the season if you want to find out a reason why his numbers don't look that good. And specifically, they're talking about Riley Smith. It's just, it's fascinating to me because we've we've talked about this uh, parallel between Tomlin and Sullivan where, you know, they both have these long playoff win droughts. They both have had, for the most part, success early in their coaching careers relative to what they've done lately. Tomlin gets, you know, no quarter, if you will. He keys getting, I think, locally criticized for a lot of that stuff, as he should. I I put my hand in the air. I'm someone that's leading a lot of those charges, or at least I think calling it like it is and being honest and objective about it. And with this, it's like... Uh, Everyone's seeing the same thing, but there's like no broader or deeper conversation off of it. You know, when when Johnson and, and Pickens kind of just loaf or or look like they don't care, or they're not trying, we try to examine whether or not that's an indictment on the coach, you know? Is this on is this on Tom? Everyone seems to be just talking about this like it's a matter of fact thing. Well, he never like really wanted okay. to get traded. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I think like, that Penguins fans, well, as I've said many times, only want to decide 
that something is worth talking about so, when they collectively think so it is. So what's the conversation with Tomlin's players when that happens? Sit him. Sit him. Bench he, him he for lacks a play. Di- Bench him for a possession. Well, yeah. He lacks discipline. He is the original sin in the franchise. He aids and abets all of this. And I guess in this Riley particular Smith case, got a promotion up to Sidney yeah. Crosby's line. I guess in this particular case, it's Riley Smith's feelings got hurt when he got traded. But he's a hockey player. We love all our hockey players in town. They're hockey players, and that's why we. But love we don't them. love every hockey player in town because you just pointed out that Malkin's a polarizing figure. And well, people he's have, European. But people have okay. Well, people have no problem calling into our show and saying they should have traded Latang or they should have traded Malkin or they should have done this or they should have done that. Like, there's no sacred cows in that way. It's just I know that the NHL and the Penguins because they play 82 games and it's hockey and it's not football. And even though there's tons, there's. So many Penguins fans, it still pales in comparison to how many Steelers fans out there. And then once you get beyond Pittsburgh, obviously the coverage of the sport is much different than it is the NFL. So if a player's acting like this or doing this, it doesn't kind of, there's not a mushroom cloud, atomic bomb sensation where it just blows up and it goes everywhere. It it goes viral. It becomes like an international crisis. This is obviously much more isolated and it's to a guy who's, Fairly anonymous player. He's not a star player by any means. I mean, he but was he was one of their 30, biggest moves, and he's a Stanley he Cup a thir- champion last Tony, year. He was almost a thirty goal scorer last year. Like he was thought of as one of the good moves. That's a good trade. They had. I remember what I said. You just look at the back of the baseball card. Even if you aren't going to sit there and say I watched every Vegas game, and most people said Penguins law lo- or Vegas is lost. They had to do it. Is the Penguins gain good trade? Good player going to help them be better? He's basically been a complete dog. And you you know what the worst part is. You can go back and look at his actual numbers from this year. He got off to a hot start in the first month of the season, Pony. How many goals? He has, look at his stats for the year. The guy's got six goals in the first 10 games of the season. Six. You know how many goals he has in the next 30 or 41 games? Four. Four. Yeah. Four goals. <laughs> and he he's been playing on it. Like, one goal every 10 games yeah. on average. And... Most guys, of the season in the top six. Guys like Josh, I will give credit to, have alluded to the fact that it's pretty clear he doesn't really want to be here, and he is a trade candidate for that reason. Well, again, when guys are are malcontents and malingerers on the Steelers, Melvin Ingram, James Harrison at the end of the, his career, guys like that, they get murdered for it. They get destroyed for it. And I just so don't. So why do you think it is that well, these I'm, guys aren't? Well, I'm going to throw the number out there and see if we get a reaction. But do you to have it. any theory on it? I'm serious. Do you have a theory as to why these guys aren't getting crushed, other th- other than what we've said already? I I think it's a slow burn. I think maybe I'm starting to come around to it. It hasn't been something that has been obvious to me all season, but from the people that cover the team now, and then what I'm seeing from fans, finally, like I'm seeing some Penguins fans who I like and follow start to make comments about this. It's on my radar now, and it pisses me off. It disappoints me that to the people that cover the team, this guy doesn't want to be here and is acting and playing that way, and nothing is being done about it. No, they're going to find a deal probably for him and get him out of here. And if they don't, then what does he do? He just pouts around and mopes around the rest of the year? I think they're going to take a loss in a trade to get him out of here. I think that's how bad it is. So he wins then. He gets out of here. We He's get getting sc- talked about going exa- – there, there are people talking already that he would go exactly back to Vegas here. 
Maybe well, not the Penguins directly. He might go to a different team for the rest of the season, but then get dealt right back to Vegas. This Riley Smith thing ticks me off, and I'll put the phone number out there and see if people react to it or not. 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. We basically have a guy who's loafing and not trying as hard, not putting the effort in on the Penguins' top line. They lose again last night. They played overall a good game, but this guy is just acting like he doesn't want to be here. I've seen people compare him to Derek Broussard. Do you remember that whole scenario? I remember it well. And, yeah, and so I just – I wonder if Penguins fans are fed up about it. So I'll put the number out there again, 412-928-9370. Give you a chance to sound off on it or not. 412-928-9370. That is the Edgar Steiner Associates fan text line. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Around the league and just talking to teams, it feels increasingly likely that Jake Gensel is going to be on the move. He rejected Penguins' contract offer to begin the season. He's been underpaid for so many years. He knows what he could be worth on the open market. And it sounds like he really wants to get out there and show what he's worth. Part of him, and I haven't heard this specifically from Jake Gensel's camp, but he loves playing with Sidney Crosby. Like he cherishes that, but I think he has something to prove of like being able to drive his own line. I do think Jake Gensel gets moved, but I've heard from other teams is that the asking price is quite high. Ridiculous is the word that one other Eastern Conference executive used to me to describe it. Multiple first round picks. And that could be like, first round pick and a legitimate top prospect or legitimate young roster player but that's a lot to give up for a rental player that said we don't typically get rental players like jake gensel who have so much proven success in the playoffs espn's nhl insider emily kaplan penn stater who knows malsey no she doesn't we had her on and she said that no she didn't. i can probably have callus find the clip if you don't believe me you were out one day this is like maybe a year or two ago she was on and i brought you up and she said i remember chris i mean is it bad then that i don't remember working or being around emily there probably well maybe you were a senior and she was like a freshman how or old sophomore. is she do you know is she i don't know i'm th- about to be 39 she i think she's younger than me yeah she'd probably look up to you oh, you were man. doing play-by-play there pick stealing all bill hillgrove's catchphrases. catchphrases which bill didn't seem to be uh too fond of yesterday be your own person stop copying me
I'm a take plagiarist in this job, so I really haven't taken that advice. All right. So Riley Smith mailing it in for the Penguins. And fans are starting to come around to this. How do fans feel about it? Are they as pissed as they are when guys like George Pickens and Deontay Johnson quit? And do they want something done about it? 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. I mean, one reason that it doesn't get as much venom is football is considerably more popular than hockey even here. Which is not me saying that to make all the hockey diehards, hockey first, hockey best, mad. Mm. It's a point-in-fact statement. Do you actually believe that he's in part doing this because he wants to get traded? Like he's forcing them to do it? I don't think that that is off the table. I don't think that's not like, okay. Me neither. So if you had to guess, would you say that that is? I think he is part of it. Yeah, I, I think it's part of it. Yes, I just don't think he wants to be here. Well, then that should piss people off even more. That's kind of why I s- sounded the way that I did in the first segment because I think that that is true. I mean, I think he's been largely maybe like take the first ten games out of consideration where he had good numbers and anytime you're playing well, I think. You're going to feel better even if you're not in a place you want to be. But as things started to die on the vine for him production-wise, I think, uh, he just basically started saying, I, you know, I don't want to be here. And I think it's reflected in kind of everything he's done. And it's just, it is strange that it will be reported on or alluded to or talked about in sort of vague terms. No seat in the press box, no repercussions, no critical comments from his coach, from his teammates, none of it. No. And just... But every it's it's an open secret that it seems like Riley Smith never really wanted to be here, didn't really want to be part of this organization, got traded, so it wasn't like it was his choice. It wasn't, and has never really moved off that position. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Here's Johnny on the fan. Hello, Johnny. Love the topic. Um, I think there's it, it's kind of a, a few different things here. I think number one, you know, his 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 trade equity is tightly hinged to his playing playing time. And if you you shelf him, you know, um, for what they're looking to get back from Jake, I think he's a third component or a second component to this with a draft pick to get back a first-round pick and a, and a top-level talent. So I, I think that's been part of it, of hitting the pause button with him. The other thing that I would disagree, you know, based on some of the, the Pen- Penguins media is that, you know, look who he's been – look who he's been um, – uh, Malkin's been playing with – I would flip it the other way. I think I think Crosby has made Gensel a better player, and I think there's been less scrutiny on on Melkin uh, in this town. And and he's not a malcontent, and he's brought us some some cups. But is it his job to make Riley Smith better? And so I'm going to play Mosey and play devil's advocate on that. But I do think there's something here. Not if the guy um, doesn't want to be here. I mean, if he hates Pittsburgh or he hates playing for the Penguins, I mean, what different? I mean, he played with Sidney Crosby last night and. Go look at the tweets and comments from fans watching that game. They're like, what is this guy doing? He doesn't look like he's trying. Yeah, I watched the so game. So Sid's not even sucking that out of him. Yeah, I, I, I hear you, but I have not seen anything as a fan, and I watch nearly every Penguins game, even the West Coast trips. I key in on him. I have not seen anything to show that it's complete apathy or – or, you know, I'm last night, down. Johnny, last night was a flashpoint, I think, where people noticed it. But I, I will say I've seen it written multiple times, especially in the last, I would say, six to eight weeks by people who cover the team. Like, they've just put it out there in the open. Riley Smith doesn't really want to be here. Like, so, I, 
Yeah, and it bleeds into the way it he might plays. Not, it might not show up dramatically. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe last night's the flashpoint because he's with Crosby, and the expectation is anybody playing with Sid is going to be shot out of a cannon the way. But Sid you made is, a good you, look, look. First caller out of the shoot. Look what happened there. He Malkin. turned it into a blame Malkin thing. Blame Evgeny. Blame the first ballot Hall of Famer. The hundred first trophy winner, first best player in that yeah, poll. Blame yeah. him. Look, the guy's not having a good year by any stretch of the imagination, and that contract doesn't look good right now, the extension they gave him. But I'm going to give him a tiny bit of benefit of the doubt when it comes to making Riley Smith better when Smith has been here for 15 minutes and doesn't look like he gives a rat's ass. 11 points for Riley Smith in the first 10 games, 14 points in 41 games. Chris is next. Hello, Chris. Hey, dudes. How you guys doing? Hey, Chris. man. Good to talk to you. So I'm going to go off a little bit what Chris said earlier. I do think that this town is – um. It's a bigger football town, so the scrutiny is always going to be there more. I don't think they pay much attention outside of, like, the Penguin organization, per se, as they do in football. And I think that, that because of that, we don't really know any other Riley Smith other than what we've got. So that's why, like, somebody like Gino is always going to kind of feel the wrath of the average fan is because we've seen him great, and when he's loafing, you know, we see that more. We just know this to be Riley Smith. I think the real problem is, like Tomlin, Mike Sullivan has like a blueprint that he's just going to stick to, and this is why we don't see more fire coming from that end of it. But you're right. Like now that you've drawn attention to it and after like last night's game, I think that Riley Smith is going to become a sore thumb, you know, to all the fans. Well, he's, he's going to become a sore thumb for like a week. And then I think he's not going to be playing on the Penguins once the trade deadline is passed. So it's going to be one of those very late in the game things where maybe a majority of people comes in and says, man, this guy is really pissing me off. He's really annoying. And then he's going to be out somewhere else. Hey, maybe people disagree with me on this. I don't really think it's a lack of effort thing from Malkin. I don't think he. I don't think it's tied into his give a damn or his try. I just don't think he's the player he was I think he is, a couple of years ago. He's admitted to Rossi, who's closer to him than anybody on that beat, uh, that he is trying. I believe he has the rights to his biography. He does. Well, Malkin, as I think, admitted. And listen, Rob is friendly with him too. He covers him, and he can be critical. But I think he has a, a bent towards taking, giving him the benefit of the doubt. He's basically said Malkin has tried as he's gotten older. He can't quite be that physical force of nature. And it sounds like Rob's take is he's trying to adjust. And so far, it hasn't gone as well. But no one, I don't think anyone ever doubts Malkin's effort. I love the guy. And when I get on his case, it's usually because he does something extremely stupid, sometimes because he's so mad that he's not playing well that he presses. Riley Smith is Ronnie Polino right now. And Ronnie Polino enraged me like very few Pittsburgh athletes ever have. Or if you want to go even further, he's inching into Derek Bell territory. Operation, Operation Shutdown. Shut <laughs> Callis, are you old enough to remember Operation he was, Shutdown? Oh, he was smiling like a butcher's dog in there. The guy lived on a boat. He was a literal pirate. I don't remember Stealing that. Stealing money from the pirates while living on a boat. I he was, was smiling at Ronnie Polino. Yeah, jogging Ronnie. <laughs> Do you think you could beat Ronnie Polino in a, in a run to first base? Right now? No, back then. Oh, yeah, definitely back then. Do you think that you could run a mile in under eight and a half minutes to save Pony from humiliation? Oh, man. I texted you about that. You did on Friday. Eight minutes and 36 Friday. seconds. It's the two-mile world uh, Could you United do it? States record. Not in this shape, but if you give me a week to get into shape, yeah, I, could, I could run a mile. in A week? In That's all I need. My fastest mile in middle school is like 7.15. So. Follow us on Twitter, brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. 
A scouting combine update. A quarterback who wants to play with Steelers receivers. Who is it? We'll tell you next. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Okay, we're going to react to some Omar Khan's comments later this hour. Right now, some of the biggest stories from the NFL scouting combine today. Steelers, according to the insiders there, this is from Nick Faribaugh. He's the guy with the uh, man bun, which I respect. Who looks like a man bun Donnie. Who, by the way, Donnie is at the Pirates game. I got to get a beer update from him. He and Sarah look like they're having a wonderful time. How many beers and how much do they cost? It looks like in the picture Donnie sent us, Sarah is the one holding the beer. Do you think they have Icy Light and Icy Light Mango Absolutely at the uh, not. Pirates? No. no. I think they've got the the varied beers of that area. No Iron City beers down no. there. No. I mean, you'd have to sh- uh, ship it special, I think, down there. I don't think they have well, that. Well, it's Pirate kind of City. They should. I don't think they do. I think they've got your typical domestic light beers. And then when Joe and I went down there years ago, very uh, good little brewery scene. So there's not a Permanis in I think there the are Bradenton per- no, well, Ballpark? There might not be one in the ballpark. Uh, there actually there, there might should be. be a Permanis and there but, should be icy light on tap. But there's a there are Permanis restaurants in Florida for sure. The Permanis reach goes down there. But I think Iron City ends up in places where Pittsburghers congregate. I know a bar in Myrtle Beach. So do you that think has that Iron one City. famous Steeler? Did you go to that Steelers bar in Rome? I did. Okay, my bu- I'm probably going to Rome next year, and my one buddy. You gotta who's go. There the guy there knows me. who you are. I can like his name's DM like Giovanni him. or something. Great like, dude. Yeah. yeah, I was told great guy. Does he have Iron City on tap? Mm, I was in a cocktail state of mind. Oh, I don't remember if they did. I don't remember. What would the signature Pittsburgh cocktail be? Do we even have one? Manhattan for New York. Are we known for a cocktail? Like I I think think of a tequila sunrise when I think of like I don't know, like a border city, like a Cancun or something. Maybe a Boilermaker. I would just think right, a shot and a beer. All right, so Farabaugh says the Steelers have met with three receivers formally. He listed three. Maybe there's more. They're all guys that project as day two picks. Okay. Jalen McMillan, A.D. Mitchell from Texas, mm-hmm. uh, Troy Franklin from Oregon. So, again, you try to connect dots and look for clues here. They're meeting with guys who project more second and third round than yep. anybody who's in the first round. It's just one step here. There's still senior days, and there's still, like, in-person visits, but – so far, it looks like wide receiver is like the second, a second priority position and not a top priority, like cornerback, where they met with all the top names. Well, I'm, I'm okay with that just for the record in principle because I still think it shows that their, their head is in the right place. They still need to – you know I don't think they should be spending huge money on their defense, but mm-hmm. they still have holes to fill, and you do need to fill those cheaply in the draft. Uh, there are some top wide receivers who are expected to go in the top 10. One of them is Marvin Harrison Jr., who initially was not going to show up at all for the combine, then got coaxed into showing up for medicals, and then was supposed to talk to reporters today and just completely blew it off. Hmm. So, nope, don't need to. That almost never happens, but said he'd be there and then didn't show up. 
I don't think that's going to affect his draft stock whatsoever. Although Doug Whaley said he's the most overrated prospect in this draft. I with, what's weird about him is for a while I thought the guy was an absolute stud well, whenever he I was, watched him. He was he was a stud. I thought he was great. Marvelous Maserati, Marvin uh, Maserati Harrison Jr. Marv, that yeah, that actually annoyed me very much. Um Ha ha Maserati. Oh god. Kalis, you love Gus Johnson, don't you? You love <laughs> Gus. You don't even know who I'm talking about. Mm, no. You don't even know who I'm talking about. I don't. This guy wants to break into play-by-play and be a star in the play-by-play business. He's got no clue who Gus Johnson Nick, is. Nick, do you know That's who, not the guy that Nicholas Harry Callis. Do you know who Dan Shulman is? Yeah, I do. That's because he's a baseball dork. Yeah, he did ESPN. And do you know who Pam Ward is? Pam Ward? Pam Ward. No. Do you know who Beth Moens is? No. Do you know Do you know who Frank Rabinowitz is? No. You're right. He's a made-up play-by-play guy. Do you know who Dave you. Do you know who Dave Pash is? No. Okay. So he doesn't. You You live in a silo. Do you know who Bob Prince is? I do. Who? He was the announcer for the Pirates. What was his nickname? One of the first ones. Uh, oh, don't tell me. The the I gunner. Won't. Yes. Okay. All right. So really, we we have an area of expertise here for you. It's baseball, and you are just living in a complete silo. Otherwise, okay. All so, right. Fair enough. So that's the Marvin Harrison Jr. situation. I think uh, the the kid, the good kid from Washington, Roma. Odunze. Roma Dunze. Yeah, he's a stud. He dude. was great in the playoffs. He's a stud, and he was there at the combine today, getting asked all kinds of obscure questions. Do you think you can land a plane in case of emergency? Absolutely not. <laughs> we are going down. All souls have perished. <laughs> I like he shot up my draft board right there. Honesty. And we had our old producer and now boss Craig in the back when this was being discussed. We we didn't play the clip. We just kind of said he got asked the question. Didn't tell Craig how he answered it. And Craig with the confidence of a man who just thinks he'll never fail at anything. Oh, say, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If I got somebody talking to me, telling me what to do, just hit this, look at that, toggle this, I could do it. Die hard. And a lot of other movies where they have depicted this kind of thing happening. I think Con Air maybe did it, except the guy crashes the plane, basically. Die Hard ruined this for everybody. Oh, yeah, if you got somebody at the tower talking you down, you can do it. No, you cannot. Any of the three of us jokers in here is put in charge of an otherwise fully functional plane because the pilot, the co-pilot, and everybody else that would be otherwise qualified are unconscious and unrevivable. Dead. That plane is in huge trouble. I don't care if the greatest pilot in history happens to be on the horn who knows the plane back and front and is literally telling me what to push and when we're in trouble. Okay, so I think there's two things to this. The first one is I thought the planes just flew themselves. You land them manually. You do you take off But why under- why can't they develop a technology with planes the same way they do the parking technology in cars, where now a car will parallel park itself if you have okay, cause that the car, right model? Okay, because that technology merely requires, like, a couple of sensors to, like, just basically get the surrounding small area. The car weighs a couple thousand pounds. But if the plane You're talking can about fly itself jumbo. in the air, why it, can't it fly itself into the ground? The plane, well, the way you put Safely. it, it would. The plane is usually flying itself once they get up to, like, cruising altitude. So then it's doing small bank turns like it's on a preset course. Landing a plane is still landing a plane on a very finite stretch of land going, like, 180 miles an hour. The sky is pretty big. It's pretty, you know, you got to have a little course correction, so be it. Amanda went. Uh, Amanda did a, a flight class, and yeah. I'm pretty sure with help, 
with very little help. She like landed the plane. Okay, like a biplane? There was a co-pilot sitting next to her. I was afraid to go up. I refused to do it, so she did it with another friend. And That's plane went up, plane came down. Much smaller no plane. No problem. Here's a, you want to know what's what do you mean? A, so much smaller plane, much easier with no y- experience yes, to be complete novice you sat, able to do it? You ever sat in a cockpit or even looked at a, a commercial airliner cockpit? You know I how much stuff's going on there? I looked in for a quick second. I never sat in there. Looks complicated, does it not? Yeah, it does. My Long Island uh, ex-girlfriend back in the day, senior year and then first year out of college, wanted to go and become a pilot. Like, that was, like, her lifelong dream, even though she had, like, okay. studied to do everything, like, to be a lawyer, basically. So she starts taking pilot lessons on the side that she pretty much couldn't afford. You know what was wild to me? <laughs> Why did she have to throw that in I there just, to make her sound and look even worse? Yeah, cheap shot, but she deserves it. Um, Why did she cheat on you? She actually did. Not a good person. Uh, now I feel bad. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Remember the remember the because you know what I tell tell me if this was a bad move by me back then, I didn't immediately break up with her. She felt bad and bought me a bunch of stuff because it was right or, like not that far from yep. Christmas. And then I in my head the whole time I said I know this is I'm breaking up with her, but, but I'm if she's her. gonna buy me stuff because she feels bad. Callus, you ever do that, that with out, the three girlfriends you had? No. No? no, pony. Am I out of line? No, for that? I would. I would agree with that. You know, you're gonna break up with her, but you wait for her to give you birthday presents or Christmas presents or makeup presents or makeup sex first. You didn't. You ever. You never did that. Callus? Nope, never did any of that. No. Okay. Anyway, here's the wild. But remember the girl that wanted more oh, Harry Callis? Yeah, more of me. Yes. More of my presence. Yeah. You know, when well, I was we a don't. College student. Yeah. That was the big hangup. Remember? Yes. Yeah. Was... She wanted more Harry, and he's like, "I only have so much to give." Of my own man. <laughs> I've got I've got to I've got to spread these wings. Talking about fly, I've got to spread All right, my so wings. So she wanted to take no, the flying class. Here's the wild thing. She took them. And she's she, I will say this, very smart, motivated person. She apparently like after a couple times in the plane with a pilot, I'm almost positive they sent her up for solo flights with like a shockingly low number of hours and they have to you know what they do? They th- it's called stalling the plane on purpose. The engine shuts off. On purpose, by design, they teach you how to restart well, so the now engine. You're, but now you're making Craig's point. It is easier. But that's than you're a, but that's it out a very small plane. You stall out the engines of a jumbo jet. I feel like some trouble is going to be to be had here. Do you? You don't think you could do this, do you? Well, the other thing he said was it's like a video game now. You use a joystick and things like that. Not that I've had a lot of video game experience in the last twenty years of my life, but if that's true, I'm sure I can. I mean, pick there's it up. a very high end video game that is literally called Flight Simulator, where you actually try to land planes. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. If you want to call in and chime in on this, uh, one more quick note that I teased: Jordan Travis was asked wide receivers he'd like to play with in the NFL. Second guy he named: George Pickens. Hmm, he went Devontae Adams, and he named Pickens. Who's so I don't know the most shade there by their omission? Like Jamar Chase? No. Nah. Justin Jefferson? Justin Jefferson, T. Higgins. What I don't know if there's a personal relationship Stephon between Diggs. those two guys or if Travis just has a hunch that the Steelers are interested in him. Because he's a buy low guy <laughs> coming off the Calvin, injury. Calvin Austin. I'd really like to learn from Allen Robinson. Yeah. Gunnar Olszewski. What's cra- I was thinking of this too. What's Craig's crappier take? I could land a plane, or I could kill a wolf bear. I think the wolf bear handed is. So you think he's worse. actually got a better chance to land a commercial well, airplane? I know than what a wolf, a wolf is like in the wild. I he don't didn't. know everything about the planes. Plane. Oh, so it's like difficulty. you're giving him a puncher's chance there, and against the wolf, he's dead. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Fan weather is brought to you by uh, Sun Chevy. Temperatures in the fifties today. Um, Fan Hotline is brought to you by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.